1: What's up and welcome back to another Coffee Talk. Today, I want to talk about radical self-acceptance. I've been learning a lot about it. I've been gaining a lot from it and I feel like it's a really cool, awesome tool to just share with you guys if you want to put this in your life toolkit as something that you can Practice whether it is radical self acceptance or maybe it's just radical acceptance in general right now, which I feel like it might actually be a really helpful thing just globally with everything that's gone on in 2020. Either way, if you tend to worry a lot or struggle a lot with accepting reality as it is, or furthermore, if you tend to be hard on yourself, put a lot of pressure on yourself, or just in general, like struggle with any type of insecurities, then this is definitely going to be a really good practice to just implement into your own day-to-day. So I wanna share what radical self-acceptance is why it's so important, and then share exactly how you can go about doing it to use it in any circumstance you want. How to radically accept yourself, how to radically accept your body, how to radically accept where you are in life, um, how to radically accept just where the world is right now, where life is right now. Like I said, this is going to be mostly based on self-acceptance, but you can use this radical self-acceptance or radical acceptance for really anything. So what exactly is Radical self acceptance. I'm sure you guys have heard of the term self acceptance before, but the term radical self acceptance really just means like it's going over the top with accepting yourself. There's no ifs, no ands, nor buts, nor uh, like I'm gonna accept this if this, or I'm gonna accept this if I can work a little harder or I'll accept it in a few months or when I get this or you know if x comes along then I'll be happier and then I can accept life for what it is like radical self-acceptance is truly just accepting everything for what it is in the present moment including yourself even if that means having to accept the flaws having to accept the things you don't like having to accept maybe the things that tend to scare you. So I found this really interesting because I wanted to talk about the difference between what self-acceptance is versus what self-esteem is. And psychology today notes that self-esteem refers to specifically how valuable or worthwhile we see ourselves versus self-acceptance alludes to far more global affirmation of the self. And I feel like this is an important distinction because self-esteem is incredibly important, but that's not what we're necessarily talking about today. I think they kind of are like cousins in the sense that they're are very similar but this isn't necessarily about how you value yourself or what you value about life this is truly just accepting yourself on a global scale accepting yourself even if that means you're different than what you think or what you've determined in your brain or what your inner critic says other people tend to like or would like better if you were more this way or more that way with that it's surrendering in a way that allows you to become victorious maybe in a different way than you are hoping to. So how I'm going to describe that is I'm someone that suffers from anxiety and especially when things aren't going my way, I feel like I tend to almost prolong or like slow burn my anxiety because I'm so resistant to what's happening that it slowly just builds and builds and builds rather than just accepting life or whatever it is that I'm worried about for what it is. And then with that, being able to kind of flip it on its head because once you accept something, then you're able to work with it. It's almost like if life were Play-Doh and you know, you're given this lump of Play-Doh and you're only willing to accept half the mold. Like maybe you think you only need half of it for whatever it is you feel like you're making with your life, but there's still this other half of Play-Doh just sitting there that still needs to be molded too. And the more that you worry about the other half or reject the other half, it's still going to be there. So it isn't until we accept the other half of the Play-Doh that we're able to then mold it into what we want to use it for with our lives. And that is where the radical self-acceptance comes through. Why is radical self-acceptance so important? Now, kind of like how I mentioned at the beginning of this episode, this is definitely for those of you guys out there that struggle with things like insecurity or fear or worry or Just feeling like incompetent in any kind of way, but I feel like maybe radical self-acceptance isn't for everyone I can't really say but I feel like it is important if you do struggle with these things for this reason number one It is going to be extremely Healing so I'm gonna go as far as assuming most of you guys that have that really loud inner critic We all have an inner critic, but if yours is really 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 loud. I'll go as far as assuming that it's probably not really fun when your inner critic is yelling at you, right? Like it's like you against you all the time. It's your standards or If we're going to go back to self-esteem, it's like the values you may have with life, with other people, or even against yourself, the pressures you put up against yourself, always having that duality within. So the healing process of radical self-acceptance comes from literally the acceptance. It's like you, you just surrender to what is. You surrender to yourself. You accept yourself just as you are without needing to change anything. And that process alone is going to be super healing. For each time you radically accept yourself, you build up your self-trust just a little bit more and each time you do that your trusting becomes stronger and stronger and that healing process grows more and more because you're healing the relationship with yourself and as you continue to build on that relationship with yourself You're going to be able to start accepting bigger truths or radically accepting yourself quicker and you know that Period of time in between where you might feel like insecure or down about something or resisting reality is going to get shorter and shorter or smaller and smaller with each time you do this. Now, I already mentioned this, but the other reason why it's so important to practice radical self-acceptance is because it's super empowering. Just like the healing step, once you do that, like you're going to feel it. As soon as you radically accept yourself, like the only, the first time I did this was back in October. Well, I've probably, we've all radically accepted ourselves at some points, probably all the way down from when we were children. But the the last time that I remember like consciously being like, I'm just going to radically accept where I am right now was with Utober, where I had to post a lot i had to work a lot and i could just feel it falling apart i could feel myself falling apart i just wasn't able to do it anymore and i kept on resisting that and resisting it and it wasn't until the day that i finally accepted it accepted what life was showing me what my inner self was clearly screaming at my outer self i couldn't do anymore and once i accepted it And I kind of went through that, like I was upset at first, but I went through the healing process of being like, okay, like I've accepted that this is the truth. The second wave that came through was pure empowerment because I was finally like, oh, like it just felt like things clicked. And I, I felt like I was empowering myself again to take what was reality in front of me and push it in a different way or to take the truth and without even pushing it in a different way to accept myself and love myself regardless of whether or not I was able to finish a project or meet my standard. It's like taking the power of your inner bully or your inner critic and suddenly having them on your side because when you radically accept yourself there's nothing for them to yell at you for or judge you for or shame you for anymore and so you kind of are just like befriending that inner critic. you Befriending your inner self and that in itself is empowering because then you have their power and we all know Especially those of you guys with loud inner critics how powerful that critic can be and once you do this once there's nothing left for you to reject or critique or hate on yourself for or feel down about all that's left in front of you is truth and opportunity and things you can do with truth and opportunity are huge now these all mix and kind of scramble together but the other reason why it's so important to practice radical self-acceptance is because it's going to decrease your suffering not all of the time but definitely a lot of the times we tend to be our own biggest obstacle when it comes to joy when it comes to opportunities or even when it just comes to just average day-to-day contentment we put ourselves down more than other people ever will we say the harshest Meanest things to ourselves, meaner things than most people will probably ever say to us. So when you radically accept yourself, you're literally radically letting go of shame. And Blame and doing so is going to decrease your average day-to-day suffering or whatever it is that you've been Maybe resisting or rejecting for so long It's gonna make all of the suffering that came with that thing go away. Maybe not all of it It really depends like I'm not I'm not able to talk one-on-one with you guys on this right now So I don't know what it is that you're trying to radically accept, but it will decrease the suffering Substantially kind of like I mentioned before a lot of the things that we tend to be really hard on ourselves for or even just in general Art inner critics started probably from the age of seven or under and it's kind of hard to pinpoint when your inner critic first yelled at you but ever since that day that inner critic has gotten louder and louder and what that means is if you're going to flip that into kind of like brain analogies is the pathway that your brain takes each time it rejects you it resists you or you fight against yourself or you feel down about yourself that gets deeper and deeper so for each time you radically accept yourself you're filling in that pathway and you're forging a new one in your brain of radical acceptance. Also, I feel like I've said the words radical acceptance so much already, and this episode is 14 minutes so far, so I'm just gonna keep going. But it's true, each time you do it, it's gonna fill in that pathway and forge a new one that's gonna allow you to choose that pathway a little quicker each time or allow that pathway to become stronger and it's not that the goal is to get rid of our inner critic because all of these things are really just like complicated ways of describing in a lot of ways I would say kind of like the ego but the ego is a good The ego keeps us safe. We need that inner critic sometimes, but we just don't need it to be as loud or as mean as it usually is. So it's better to just create a stronger pathway of accepting yourself so that you can, like I said, empower yourself by working with your inner critic rather than against it. And when you decrease your suffering, obviously your overall health and well-being, your mental health, all of those things are going to increase. The more you accept yourself and the more you accept life for what it is, the more in tune you're going to feel, the more in alignment with yourself you're going to feel, the more competent you're going to feel, and the more motivated and inspired you are going to feel likely at least, I can't say for sure, but to take your life and to just, you know, do something with it or accept where you are and go from there, really do nothing because you don't have to do anything and that's the beauty of acceptance. Overall, you'll feel less fear, less worry, less anguish, um, a lot less self-hate, really, if we're gonna be totally honest. And all of those things, kind of like the domino effect, which we talked about in last week's episode, they will create a domino effect in your overall well-being. It's going to help you sleep better because you won't be up at night worrying about things or thinking about that stupid thing you said and just, you know, mustering over it over and over and over again, or the things that went wrong or the projects you never got to complete. Uh, You're just going to feel better. You're going to feel more yourself and that's going to allow you to show up more in your life, glow more in your life. Like, it's there's so many things going on in my head right now that I want to say but like it's kind of like I look at our well-being almost like a scale I look at a lot of things in life on a scale but when I think about energy and I think about our internal soul energy I think the more in balance we are and the more in alignment we are the shiner we bright the shiner we bright the the brighter we shine is what I meant to say there but I mean your your glow tells you everything. You can see it in other people, whether it's on or it's off. I feel like you can sense these things, like if you're especially sensitive in general, but if you really pay attention to people, you can see their glow. You can see their energy. You can see when they're feeling good versus when they're not, even without having to say anything. It's like built into our hardwiring, like I said, especially if you're a sensitive person, to be able to pick up on these things. And so I feel like it kind of makes sense that you know the better your overall well-being is, the more you radically accept yourself. The sh- I was just gonna say the shiner you're about to bright again, but the brighter you're gonna shine because you're gonna feel better, you're gonna own yourself more, and you're gonna be more confident. You'll sit with your shoulders back, you'll wear the things you want to wear, you'll just be yourself because there's nobody to reject anymore. And when that domino effect happens, and you start to feel that way. Like when you know, you've probably gone through a cycle like this before, but a a time in your life where you started to feel really good about yourself again, you just started accepting yourself, you started feeling more confident, you started seeing the positive effects in different areas of your life. That feeling gets addicting. We like that feeling. We like feeling good about ourselves and we like feeling good about our lives. So the more you radically accept your life, and I I know that this can't be the case with everything you're going to be radically accepting. FYI, I know that there's some hard things to be radically accepting and it's not like as soon as you accept it, you're going to go skipping down the streets all happy and, you know, happy-go-lucky, but that domino effect will affect other areas of your life. Not every single area of your life can be struggling at the same time. So when we work to accept the parts that are, then it creates that lasting domino effect and increases our overall just sense of like acceptance but also i want to say success but not in a sense of you have to do anything to feel that success you know what i mean like you don't have to change anything you're not doing this so that you can glow brighter or be happier and work harder you're doing this to accept yourself first and if those things come from the acceptance then all the better so now that we've gone through what it is and why it's important I want to jump into exactly how you can practice this, like some tangible steps you can use in your everyday life. And before we do that, I'm going to leave you guys with a quick message from the sponsors that brought you guys today's episode.
0: when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's angi.com.
1: So how do we actually practice radical self-acceptance? Let's use a hypothetical. Okay, let's say just for whatever reason, the sun was going to go out on Sunday. Life as we knew it, it was confirmed to end on Sunday. I know that that's a little morbid to think about, but what would be your options? There's likely two. One would be to scramble around fret, try and fix the unfixable, i.e. fix the sun, which would be merely impossible and waste all your time doing that. Or two would be, okay, this sucks, which it's, it's just, it is what it is. There's no denying or rejecting the fact that it sucks, but you have to just accept that it's going to happen. And instead you spend the next few days doing all the things you've ever wanted to do and soaking up every single minute of it. Which of those two options makes the most sense? Now, I do want to jump in here and say that radical self-acceptance is not giving up like it's not to say if there was a way we could fix the sun from burning out by Sunday that you should just give up and be like well fate is what it is and just do whatever you want for six days or seven days or however many days it is. It's more to say like you have to accept where you are accept reality for what it is first like reality as we know it sun would go out on Sunday. And then from there, your brain kind of opens up to from that self-acceptance or from that reality acceptance, if you will, since we're using that as the example, that is where I believe things come through. That's where I think we can actually see opportunities where they didn't exist before because we were resisting the reality for what it is. So the same kind of goes with anything in life. Now, if you want the to-go version on how to do this, you can use that analogy anytime you want to just speed the process of radical self-acceptance. By that, I just mean, we're gonna dive into this tip in a bit, but just keep that objective point of view, keep that zoomed out point of view of, oh, let's just pretend the world's going to end and then suddenly this problem or this thing that I'm resisting or rejecting doesn't really matter anymore. Like if the world was ending, you wouldn't care anymore about accepting or rejecting your body, you would just use it to gain as many experiences and pleasures and things as you could before Sunday shows up and the sun goes away. If the world was ending on Sunday, you wouldn't waste your time worrying about what people thought about whatever hobby you wanted to do, whatever truth you felt you wanted to live by, whatever art you wanted to create, you would just spend from now until that day doing it because it wouldn't matter what anyone thought or it wouldn't even matter what you thought if you thought you were good or bad or otherwise. So that's like I said the to-go version, anytime you just want to radically accept something in the moment, just pretend the the sun was going to go out on Sunday and if that was the case would what you're trying to accept really matter? You would just accept it. Embrace it and move on knowing that the world could possibly end, but if you want the more extensive version then let's dive in the first step is Noticing and I think that this can actually sometimes be the hardest step because it's usually when we don't notice that we're resisting or rejecting something about ourselves that it becomes You know kind of such a problem area anything that's sitting in your blind spot it's hard to see so get good at noticing when you're doing the opposite of radical self-acceptance basically anytime you catch yourself fixated on your flaws your mistakes things you don't like about yourself um specifically with talking about radical self-acceptance but if you're talking about more reality than not accepting your life your relationships um what other people do or say uh the state of the world really like I feel like I had a lot of I had to practice a lot of radical self accept a radical acceptance back when COVID first hit and I was coming home from Bali and I was just like what is going on with the world I think we all kind of had to go through that process of accepting life as it was rather than what we wanted it to be and even still every time I'll catch myself wanting to go do something or see somebody or like just missing things like travel and things like that it's like you have to radically accept the moment so just catch yourself when you're resisting or rejecting anything for what it is but specifically yourself if you're working on the self-acceptance piece. Now, there's a couple emotions or feelings that you can use as kind of like flags to catch your attention so that you do notice. Mainly things like shame, resentment, anytime you catch yourself wishing for something, specifically something different than what you already have, frustration, anything like that. This part is so important because what we don't see, we can't shift. Which leads me to number two, and that step is to empathize. I find the best and easiest way to do this is to take whatever it is that I'm rejecting specifically about myself and transfer it onto somebody that I love and Dearly, now this isn't to say that they shouldn't or they would struggle with accepting this in themselves. This just merely makes it so much easier to be empathetic towards that person because it is a lot easier to give love, to give grace, to give compassion to the people we love, and often withhold those things from ourselves. So, if my best friend, or my sister, or someone in my family, or someone that I love, or someone that I just really genuinely care about or inspired by was really struggling with this, whatever it is that. I'm rejecting about myself or feeling down about myself for, what would I say to them? What empathy would I give them? What compassion would I give them? And then flip it back towards myself. And it really helps kind of, I guess in a way it's like kind of taking the smoke out of the smoke and mirrors and it's allowing you to see things through what They really are and most importantly it's allowing you to see the empathy that you truly deserve now You can definitely just go from noticing to straight into flipping it on its head and accepting it But I do think that the empathy step is important in terms of the self-empowerment and the healing tools We were talking about earlier You don't have to sit there and like empathize with yourself every single time But I don't know I find that this to be this is a very important tool I believe in the life toolkit because the better you get at this the better you are at it with other people, the better you are at empathizing with yourself next time, and the stronger, again, it builds that core and that relationship with you and you on the inside. Now, step number three is to flip it on its head, to change it from rejection to pure acceptance. Here is my favorite tool for this one. And it's this concept that I heard before. I believe it was from Jen Sincero in the You Are a Badass book. And I've used this multiple times since, but it's the idea of imagine you were some sort of alien form that just got plopped into this life, into this body, into this circumstance, this time, this moment, this everything, and you knew nothing of life before. With that, like as if it's like almost imagine you were a simulation or a video game and this was the starting point. This was you pressing play on the game for the very first time. There would be no wondering if things would be different. There would be no questioning. There would be no rejection of who you are. There would just be radical self-acceptance and moving forward with the game or the life or if you're the alien coming into this human body and experiencing this life, you would just be like, what? Everything is amazing and cool. And it would be the opposite of pure rejection. It would be like almost just pure surprisement and amazement at everything. I love this tool because every time I do this, every time I'm like, I'm just gonna pretend this is the starting point that I was dealt with from the very beginning. It's like everything that I wanted it to be before everything that's built up to it before that it just doesn't matter anymore and it's just like from here on out it's like a brand new fresh slate even if you're in the middle of something even if you're working hard on something no matter what it is and even if the like radical self acceptance step of that is a little too difficult depending on what you're dealing with then focus more on just not fighting it and just instead letting it be instead of just being like I fully accept this you can just be like I Choose not to fight this and that's a really good step to take too and then step number four is Completely optional, but I included it in here because like I said I've been using this radical self-acceptance recently and it's helped me move to this step now. I again Disclaimer you don't have to do this step. You can just flip things on its head accept things for what they are and be just be but you also have the choice to forge a new path now like i said earlier in the episode i think that when we radically accept things we start to see opportunities where we couldn't see them before because we were resisting and rejecting so once you radically accept something you're going to be like wait a second like i said if this was the starting point you're allowed to move forward from here and you can forge a totally new path one that is just completely entrenched in the truth and in reality and in love for yourself and who you are. So I guess the thing that's tricky about the forging a new path step is that I don't want this to be like a radically accept yourself so that you can change yourself. It's more to radically accept yourself so that you can let yourself be. And if while you're letting yourself be, you come across healthy, changes or opportunities or new paths to take along the way then you can take them because you're coming from a place of Pure self-acceptance kind of going back to the whole play-doh mold It's like once you've radically accepted life or what it is your mold for what it is You can just sit there and have your mold. Like you're like, this is my mold and I accept it. But the forging a new path is taking the mold and completely making it into something new. And that is totally your option and totally your call. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA member FDSE. So before I leave you guys with your radical new self-acceptance, here are a few more tips that I've found that have really, really helped me. Just little tools that you can use, like I said, with the whole alien things, all the, all the tools we've talked about today. But the first one is you can use your breath with radical self-acceptance and this is how whenever you notice or catch yourself fighting against yourself against life or against reality stop instantly stop close your eyes take a deep breath in and as you're holding for five seconds just say inside your head make it a mantra any mantra you want you can twist these words however you feel but just Be like, with this out breath, I'm starting fresh. With this out breath, I'm accepting everything as it is. And then slowly release your breath. One, this is gonna calm you down. Two, if you're having a rampage of thoughts, this is gonna slow those down. Three, I find anytime I make a mantra, especially if I'm just like in the midst of like a deep breath in and holding, it's almost like I'm in this in-between. I'm in a limbo state between inhale and exhale, and as soon as I exhale, I'm able to start new. The second thing you can do is use your body, kind of like with meditation, but I do this if it's something bigger that I'm really trying to accept. I did this multiple times with Utober, but it was just when I was working through like Just radically accepting where I was and trying to accept where my mental health was during that time and just like all the things that were going on I would sit close my eyes flip my palms upwards and just say I surrender I surrender I, and I was just saying it in my head you can say it out loud too and the the way that this worked for me anyways is the more I did this the more I just surrendered and surrendered and just sat there with my eyes closed and my hands open to the sky and breathing the more that I felt these really honest truths come up in me these really it's almost like creating space to be like, listen, I'm surrendering to what is. I'm surrendering to what is. And then your body, your mind, everything will start to show you what is, and things will start to click and make sense. And that's ultimately how I made the decision to accept where I was and to move forward from where where I was once I accepted it. The cherry on top of this one, if you can, you totally don't have to. I feel like there's like hit and miss on whether or not people enjoy doing this. But before you get up after your surrendering moment is smile, keep your eyes closed and just smile. And when you do that, notice if you feel any different. Sometimes I feel like when I do this, it doesn't work. But most of the times when I do this, if I close my eyes and I smile, even if I don't do the surrender practice, like you can do this literally right now, just smile. Do you not feel more empowered? I don't know. I just feel like if you sit there and you're just like, I'm surrendering and then you smile, it's like suddenly you feel like you're like, ha ha life, the trick's on you. Like I accept this. Like I'm gonna win now or whatever it is. You know, I don't know. It just gives me a sense of motivation and empowerment. And last but not least, we kind of already talked about this, but zoom out. And by that, I just mean go real far back and realize that when you think about the universal existence of human beings, Kind like literally of us, let alone our universe in general. Time, and especially our time, the time that you will spend here on earth is so quick. And it's so easy to forget that in our day-to-day lives and get so entrenched in everything going on, especially if, like I said, you're a sensitive person and you feel a lot of emotions, or you have a lot on your plate or a lot on your mind right now. It's easy to forget that time just goes so quickly, and it's not to say that in a morbid way or to make ourselves feel anxious in any kind of way. It's to empower us or motivate us to radically accept everything so that we waste as little amounts of time as possible on worrying, resisting, rejecting, or staying stagnant. I find one last little mind trick that I'll give you that I, I find really works with me on this is I like to think about people that existed that, like, long, like, a long time ago. I've been super into watching shows and things that are based in, like, the 1800s, but even before that, like, the late 1700s, anytime you want. Even when I think about people like my papa, sometimes, who passed back in 2013, one of my favorite people, still forever, and will be till the day I pass. I think about what those people would do if they had one more day, if they had the day that I had. They wouldn't worry, they wouldn't resist, they wouldn't reject. They would not be so hard on themselves. They wouldn't put all this pressure on themselves. They would probably spend their time as best as they could doing what they wanted, feeling joy, and most importantly, radically accepting themselves and radically accepting their state or their circumstances so that they could make the most out of the extra time that they were given back and thinking about that i think also helps with the zoom out thing because it does make you realize that life really does go and most people when you look up i remember looking this up before but most people when you look at what they say when they're on their deathbeds i know this is a little morbid but just roll with me here is that they wish they had spent less time worrying and more time living less time you know, just being so hard on themselves. Like I'm filling this in. It was the less time worrying, more time living. But I'm going to assume, though, that that means less time trying to be hard on themselves, change themselves, put pressure on themselves, or be just worrying about their insecurities or that they're not good enough, and instead radically accepting themselves so that they could live life to the fullest in any way that they deemed fit, in any way that you deem fit. So there you guys go. That's my chat today on radical self-acceptance and how it's been helping my life and all the little mind tricks I've been using to implement this and practice this on a day to day. When I say that this is radically changing my life, uh, I mean it in the sense of even just the last few weeks practicing radical self-acceptance has come with so many changes. Like I, I There's so much we need to catch up on once I'm posting onto my vlog channel again but in terms of like finding a house and all of these other things that I'm working on and all of these little things that I was stressed about before and really worried about I just like you know hardcore accepted them and since then things have just started to fall into place and the biggest implement or the biggest impact I've I've felt it in is my mental health because I'm not resisting or rejecting or shaming or blaming myself It's literally just like oh is what it is. What can we do with it? Let's move on and that has been life-changing, like actually truly life-changing. So I hope you guys enjoyed today's decaf brew. Let me know what you thought about it down below. Have you ever practiced radical self-acceptance? If you're gonna or what do you want to radically self-accept right now, if you feel like sharing with the group, feel free to do so. There's also a Discord chat that I have left. I'll leave it in the show notes today, but I'll also put it in the description bar if you're watching on YouTube, so you guys can come chat maybe about your radical self-acceptance there if you want a more private setting to do so. And aside from that, I love you guys all the way to Proxima being back. And I'll talk to all of you guys next week. Bye, guys.
0: Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home. And then there's a version of it where you have someone help you. You watch them do it the right way and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. (laughs) I have fully and are ready to take on the never-ending world of outrageous online opinions. Each week, we bring you the most ridiculous videos, hot takes, and hell-bent news we come across on the internet. So, come laugh with us as we dismantle outdated ideologies and tear apart the most confident idiots on the internet on our podcast, Outspoken. You can follow and listen for free on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you are listening right now.